single and childless. There's gotta be a better term for that. Why you shouldn't or should ask people about their parenting status. Then we get litigious about black hair. And we finally talk about Dave Chappelle. It's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? It's birthday, girl. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. It is still my birthday. I guess my birthday uh, week, my birthday month. But oh, when I left the state. You're one of those I, people who claim the whole month. I am, but I can't front. I totally forgot about it. I, I mean, it was over. Once I left the state, <laughs> I left my birthday behind. It was done. I left it in. It left was it wrapped in up. I left it in. Yeah, I stopped thinking about it. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. But nah, but I had a good birthday. It was good. That's Thank good. you to everybody who sent me love. I really appreciated mm-hmm. that, yo. That shit, that matters, yo. It does. It does. It does. It does matter. It does matter. But yeah, it was a good birthday. I got a massage. I got a facial. I got my annual facial. Ow. Yes. Yeah. The birthday facial so massage is clutch. Yeah. It hits. Mm-hmm. It hits. It's it very does. important. I was late for my facial. Again. It was crazy. Again. This is every year. Every, every, <laughs> and it's infuriating. It's infuriating. <laughs> a few times it's been because of the show. This time it was just because I actually, I left with enough time to get there and then the train. I I, I could have given myself a little more time. I didn't give myself enough wiggle room because yeah. I was doing other stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. So I get there. First, I text them to say I was going to be late and the response was so weird. I was like, did they read this or was this automated? So then when I got off the train, I called them and she's like, yeah, I I got your text. And I said, and she repeated whatever foolishness was in that text. And I was just like, okay. It wasn't rude. It was just like, this doesn't tell me that you received the message. You understand. This tells me nothing. So she reiterated that. And I was like, okay, I'll be there in a minute. So I get there. And she's like, all right, so, you know, since you were this amount of late, we can't do this, we can't do that, da 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 She's like, we could give you this kind of facial. And then she didn't say anything else. And I'm like, okay, like, okay. I don't work here. Okay, cool, yeah. what's that? So then she explains. Then I was like, okay, cool. So it was, it was a shortened facial. So I was like, all right, cool. Does that change the rate or whatever? Yeah. And she's like, no. She says, no, because you already paid. <laughs> So I'm like, first of all, that's not the answer. Yeah, okay. you like, can, I don't, what's... I don't mind if the answer is no. I don't mind that. Just give me a reason mm-hmm. why I'm still paying the same rate for 30 minutes less of a facial, facial. right? Yeah, it's not your fault that I was late, but honestly, also I came here to relax. So you need to be able to explain to me, please, why. I'm getting 30 minutes shorter facial. And, I mean, I know why it's going to be shorter, but why am I still paying the same rate as if I was here the whole time? The right? whole year. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of business reasons. Please just explain it to me so that I can go into my facial peacefully. This is an annual thing. I'm not a disposable income exactly. ass facial every quarter, you know, ass bitch. Yep. So I need the reasons. <laughs> so she starts to talk like she's doing me a favor. Like, uh, well, we're we're accommodating you because and I just I just I said, you know, she's, and then she was like, you know, I don't mean to be rude. Once you say that you're about to in be this rude. scenario, you've already kind of done it. Yeah, so, you know, I you're said, being rude when you say that. Yeah. Right. She starts saying this stuff and I'm already a little wound up. So I just said, I said, you're not good at this. Can I please talk to somebody else? Like, I just, (laughs) you know, like, I also don't have the tools to do Mm -hmm. this right now. Like, it's really, it's not that serious, but I don't have the tools to calmly respond to what you're saying because this is, like, 
my fourth or fifth time being Me. late or having mm-hmm. a janky ass fucking birthday schedule situation. Mm-hmm. And I just honestly for my birthday, I just want to get to my fucking massage and facial on time. That's what I want. Okay. Yeah. That's what the fuck I want. But anyway. Someone else was there to explain things to me in a in a way that I could receive. Yes. And my technician was a whole different person and they were lovely. Mm-hmm. And I had a wonderful time. Another day when we have separated the actual business from this story, I will tell you the black business and you can support them because yeah. they're fantastic. They're in Brooklyn. Yeah, when you get the service is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I had to get past that first that, yeah. uh villain. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had to get past that first villain to get to the back to actually get my birthday service. I'm sure she's a lovely person. They were a lovely person. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't. She probably too was on a fucked up ass train. Yeah. Got to work. Yes. Yes. It just all just rolled over. Mm -hmm. Blame the subway. For every New York City problem, just bring the subway. Right. I'm like, I came out here off the streets of New York into this alleged spa. All right. Please talk to me like we're in a spa. Please don't be talking about how you doing me a favor. Don't bring the New York anyway. in a spa. Don't bring it in here. I'm I'm trying not to bring it in here. Like my my biggest method of defense for not going full Bronx New York is to be quiet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm generally same. quiet and listening. Thing. And so when she was like, we could give you this kind of facial and didn't say shit, then I was just like, okay, what is that? Or when she started talking, wow, well, okay, okay. You're not good at You're this, good. which I, I admit is is a somewhat aggressive thing to say. I could have said easily just, can I talk to somebody else? But I didn't have the tools in the mm. moment. I say all that to say I had a great Don't birthday. bring the Bronx into the spa. Don't bring the Bronx into the spa. I tried very hard. I tried very hard. Well, she started it, so. She did kind of start it. And you know, anyway. you know, the black law, don't start none, won't be none. <laughs> <laughs> And she had an eye problem. Okay, oh, you, know, you I don't do like, not have an eye problem. New like Yorkers do problem. not like a motherfucker with I an do eye not, problem. Yo, I do not like. Who an eye are problem, you looking yo. at? She had an eye problem. Like that. As soon as I said, as <laughs> soon as I said, oh, you know, twenty five minutes. That's all I said. She had an immediate yeah, eye problem, and we both was tall, and so we was looking at each other eye to eye. And I had my mask on. We had our mask on, so all we had was eyes. All we had was eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh anyway welcome, welcome to, to tea with, with queen and jay we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time i'm queen i'm jay and this is tea with queen and jay if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast, you can use our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. We love when you use it on the social media. We also love when you use the hashtag pod N. You can tweet us at T with QJ on Twitter because that's where you tweet. And we want to hear from you. You can send us T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Every week we pour libations for the people, places, and things giving us black ass, black joy. I'm actually going to pour my libation right quick because it's quick and simple. Mm -hmm. Again, I had a great birthday, so I just wanted to pour libations to everybody who wished me well, everybody who sent me love, sent me money. Money, Okay, Cass, Deborah, Stephanie, the homie Jody. Jody, do you go by Jody or Jody Ann, right? Mm -hmm. Tiffany, thank y'all so much for that. I needed it. I appreciated it. Cash because money for the 99 and 2000s is always a great Hello. Gift. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm a, I'm a book of facial and massage, whether I could afford it or not. Okay? <laughs> I'm 
I'm a book it. Period. Oh, God. Okay. Period. Oh, all right. So thank you all for paying for that because I needed I needed it to come from somewhere. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Queen, oh, what are you pouring God. libations for this week? All right. So I want to pour libations for a medical drawing that went viral recently on the internet. And the reason why I'm pouring libations one is because you know I'm a like biology medical kind of like nerd science person, and it never occurred to me. And I realized also on social media that it never occurred to any of us that we weren't seeing black bodies in biology books and health books and anatomy books. Even with me, I've had anatomy books as a kid. Mm -hmm. When my mom was going to school to be an occupational therapist, I used to look at her anatomy book. Like I was always in these kinds of books. Then when I was undergrad... When I was in a physician assistance program, even in my black ass, black ass fuck bubble, black on black on black on black on black on black, on everything black, black, life, black, 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 black yeah. dolls, black this, black, 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 black. I didn't even realize I was looking at white people all this time, the, and whole, the time. whole time, literally until I saw the viral picture, like that's when it hit me like oh shit Mm -hmm. and it's just Mm -hmm. it's just ridiculous like white supremacy is a hell of a drug because i had not even realized that until i saw that fucking picture at this big age this huge grown age at this level of blackly blackly black 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 on black 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 until i saw that picture i was like oh shit white supremacy got us so trained to just assume that the anatomy is white and your skin is something else. Yes. But your anatomy, your anatomy, your insides, anything you grow inside is going to be a white that, thing. Yes. And then when it comes out, somehow, somehow it'll just be brown again. Yeah. Everything will be brown again on the outside. It's, yeah. I was just like, it's I wild style. never wild style. realized I seen a black And fetus. most people, most people's not even that color. Like, <laughs> like, forget black people, right? Most people in general are not the shade of white that they be portraying yes. as freaking anatomy. Yes. Like, globally right. that is the image yes. but that is not yes. what we look like globally mm-hmm. and at mm-hmm. my big ass blackity black black age Biggity black on black on black we do a whole podcast <laughs> about <laughs> being black people and i saw the picture and i was like oh shit mm-hmm. wow what <laughs> it was just <laughs> So that kind of blew me away. So libations to. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of all the the shoulder. That wasn't just silence. There was a dance in that silence. There was shoulder movements. I there was, was like, a like vocabulary. It was a, a linguistic struggle <laughs> being demonstrated by shoulder movements. Because okay, I know if I had to, best, yes, please. Help I'm gonna participate this. in this. Yes. I'm gonna participate, and I may get it wrong. I it's, it looks to me like Chidiabere or Chidibere, but I'm gonna say Chidiabere. Yeah, I think like that. to pronounce all, all of the, the letters, vowels yeah. up in there. Mm-hmm. Chidiabere eBay is what I would say. Please forgive us if we got that wrong. Well, so that's the person who actually started making these drawings. So they're a Nigerian medical student who will enter Kaviv Medical University in U- Ukraine next month. I'm so American that I'm like, who, why would you go to medical school in Ukraine? Why wouldn't you? But that's why the not? American weird shit. Why not? Bring <laughs> that black shit to the Ukraine. <laughs> Bring it there. Bring it everywhere. 
So yeah, they taught themselves how to do these mm-hmm. medical drawings because they were realizing that they weren't wasn't seen, and specifically because they realized the way that they would depict eczema on an anatomy books on white skin is just completely different than how it like yes. shows up on darker yes. skin. Yes. So that's yes. what gave them the idea of like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And then they right. started to right. do these drawings and and the shit is fucking. That's amazing. so crucial because when they start talking about like seeing like redness or like different things that like our skin doesn't necessarily do sometimes you look at something online and it's like okay is is that what i have like and i know online is tricky but we all look at online first to see okay let me see what's going on here whatever it's helpful to see pictures that you can relate to one time like i was at the um not the gynecologist i was mm -hmm. i was literally like 10 so i meant to say (laughs) (laughs) well you could go to the you could go to the but you anyway, could, but I was at the dermatologist because when I was a kid, I had really, okay. really, I had skin like skin issues that to this day no one can name what they were. Mm-hmm. And one time I was there, and I also had really dry skin. One time I was right. there, and I literally was just ashy. Mm-hmm. And the doctor, they weren't white, but they weren't black. Right, was like trying to like figure out what it was, and my mom was like, "She's ashy, but <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like she just needs lotion. Like we're not here for mm-hmm. ash." We're here because right. at that point, my skin was just peeling for no reason, just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We're here for mm-hmm. this. Like, could you not look at her knee? <laughs> oh, my God. That is just it ash. Is. We're here for I've this because her hand is... I've never seen this powder-like... <laughs> what is this what is powder-like this? texture? What is this? Of the knee, of the epidermis. Oh, God. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just that just made me think of that the whole... I didn't have eczema, but it just made... This, they just don't know right. what things look like on our skin. Right, I remember right, seeing right. some medical show that didn't work out. I'm, Vivica Fox was in it. I don't even remember what the name of the show was because it got canceled. Mm-hmm. But it was a similar thing with Ash where the doctor was like to a little girl like, oh, she has shingles. And then the black doctors laugh and they're like, she just ashy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> But like oh it's just boy. they just don't know what things look like on darker skin. Yeah, like yeah, at the fuck all because white people get ashy. Mm-hmm. They do right, right. They do get ashy. I've seen. <laughs> yes. I've seen. They it. be ashy. I... Listen, <laughs> listen. Don't don't be in a freaking college history class. Okay, at seven thirty in the morning. This is very it's sp- gonna be oddly specific. It's very specific. <laughs> it's gonna be. Some ashy feet. It's going to be an ashy hill on the back of a Birkenstock if you had a PWI. All right. That's guaranteed. That's bottom line. So don't (laughs) don't get it twisted. They get they get scary ashy. They get scary ashy. All right. Anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We'll have the link to um, his Instagram and our show notes. You can check out the page. There's lots of other Mm -hmm. drawings, not just the one of the pregnant person and the fetus that went viral. There's lots of other drawings on their Instagram page. So I'll put it in there and look at some dark skinned people and medical drawings. Hello. Who would have thought? Not only. Who would have thunk it? (laughs) Not only like. Do they not know how to address our skin stuff? Do a lot of them not know how to address our skin stuff because of this shit? But this is the same thing that plagues us in a lot of different areas in the medical field. It's like there's no need to research darker skin people, black folks or whatever. I feel like a a part of the reason why certain things are specific to black people and some of the issues that we have with the medical field are specific to us is because they don't know how to do certain things when it comes to us. Yes. Because they're constantly sent Centering whiteness, centering Europeanness, and so we get left out. Yep, we get left yep. out, mm-hmm. um, and it affects our health. It affects our well-being. Yeah, until so. 
until some medical student says, fuck this. Right. I'm going to teach myself to draw mm-hmm. and do this. Wow. It's, it's, it's wild. They taught themselves to draw? Not draw, like draw, period. Oh. But to do Got medical it. drawings. Like, it's, you know, specific. Right. And make sure right. stuff is, like, anatomically correct. Anatomically correct. And yeah. all of that other shit. Mm-hmm. That's something I want to do. Wow. Y'all better saw a dark-skinned stick figures. But... <laughs> <laughs> Just a mania, so... Thanks for this. Libations to that. I just it just really blew like me that. away that I had never even noticed that mm-hmm. I was outside of that as a dark skinned yeah. person. It's just wild. Yeah. It's wild. Wow. Thank you for that. Speaking of thanks. Um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was just looking for a transition. This podcast runs on your support. Queen, can yeah. you tell folks how they can support this podcast? Yes, this podcast runs on your support. So there are two ways to donate at teawithqueenandjay.com. Click the community tab to subscribe on Patreon for $2 a month. $2. Or you can send us any amount via PayPal. We take all the Skrilla. Follow us on your favorite podcast app. Share this podcast on social media. Tell a friend about us. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We read all of those. Or wherever else you listen, all of that helps Tea with Queen and Jay grow. That's right. We have donation libations. We got PayPal donations from Marie. Thank you so much. Russell also broke us off and Russell says happy holidays and thanks for the Love Life review. That's right. We did a review of the series Love Life. Go listen to that. It's episode 306. It's really freaking great. It is. We do good stuff here. We do. Russell says, I thoroughly enjoyed it and it made me reflect on all my relationships. Anyway, I pray you all have a fantastic holiday season and I manifest a tremendous 2022 for you too. Thank you so much, Russell. Crystal says, hey, Queen and Jay, just a heartfelt long overdue. Thank you for all you do. You've helped me keep grounded and honest. Most recently with sharing your grief with us. Also deep thoughts with you both on your recent losses i appreciate you both much love crystal thank you so much crystal Crystal. ida broke us off and ida says happy birthday jay thank you ida i love the show and enjoy your voices your show is the highlight of my week thank you thank you so much ida rachel also broke us off and rachel says thank you for your work snacks all around thank you so much rachel We also have snack donations this week. Lots of snack donations. Yes. We also got Patreon. New Patreon subscribers. Welcome, Kieran. Thank you so much, Gil and Kai. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody who supports this podcast. Our Patreon subscribers help to keep the show going. That's guaranteed Skrilla that helps us pay our bills every month, our podcast bills every month. And we appreciate that. And the PayPal definitely helps with that as well. So thank you all so much. Are you ready to get into the mother freaking show? I am ready. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Queen, what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking water. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, just drinking water today. Yeah. I didn't feel like boiling water, to be honest. It was just like, water is prepared. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I think that's fair. What kind of tea are you drinking? I am on my jasmine green tea Ooh. today. Thank you so much. It's delish. And what are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And separate from my pronouns, I am not a lady. Queen, what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I will have more money than month. 
this month because uh. last month I had more month than money for some reason. Right. It was just like, what's mm-hmm. the budgets that didn't hit this month? <laughs> what, the fuck is, what the fuck is November? So, uh-huh. yeah, I'm just, you know, so I'm just affirming more money than month this month. Like that. Because, I like that. Yeah. Um, what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm going to just go ahead and say me too. I'm going <laughs> to just say that. Because <laughs> that's what it is. So, me too, friend. <laughs> me too. And I affirm that as well for all of you, yo. Money, word. blessings, yes. abundance, more money than month, yo. Yes, word. More money than the month. Because month. Right. month be bringing them bills, you know? It really do. Yeah. Moving along. <laughs> yeah, so moving along. It's 2021. And okay. we've been through a whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. We're rounding we, out the end of 2021. Yes, yes. We're at the other end of after the Trump era. We mm-hmm. are ready to jump Joe Biden. Like all of this stuff mm-hmm. is happening. But Lots people are still finding time to look mm. folks in their face and say. Mm. Eye to eye. In their eye. With an eye problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and say, when are you going to have a baby? Why are you not a mom? Mm. People are still mm. doing that. There's no. so many things to like ask, question. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. No, people still are. 2021. I don't believe it. 2021. It's so, not happening. Yeah. Serena Williams, 2021. People are still no. looking. You know what I need? I need video evidence <laughs> that this is still taking Roll place. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. So you asked for video evidence. I give mm-hmm. you video e- evidence. Okay. 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 Mind my business on Twitter, as we all like. As to do. one does. As one does. And I come across a video. There was a video circulating on Twitter of actor Vivica Fox, mm-hmm. and it appears that she was like hosting an event or something like that. And maybe it was like the question portion of the event when the audience could ask her questions. It's not clear mm-hmm. what exactly is happening but that's what appears right. you know whatever and a video does edit what the question is from the person but the caption alludes to what the question was so this was the question mm-hmm. according to the caption of the tweet vivica fox when someone asked her about possibly adopting their kid so that she could leave a legacy hmm okay so i'm just gonna say this off rip right because okay. all we have to go by is that clip of her response. Yes. And this, was that in quotations? No, I put it, it's not in quotations, but I read it's just okay. like the caption on the tweet. The and then caption see, on the tweet. And then we see the response of Vivica Fox, obviously right. responding to something about having right. her own children. Because there's so many, uh, like we don't know if this is the exact quote of the question, because I have a lot of problems yep. with the language mm-hmm. that's used here, but yeah. also kind of, Feels like a question that we shouldn't be asking nobody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Regardless of the wording. Regardless yes. of the wording. Yeah. So anyway, my immediate feelings are, are rage. But yeah. please go ahead. Those are my immediate feelings too. But I did want to be clear that like I, I don't exactly hear the question. But I right. still have rage attached rage. to what rage. it seemed like happened here. What appeared mm-hmm. to like happen here. Mm-hmm. And she answers. She's nice about answering the question. She says she has godchildren. There's many ways to be a mother and... There was a time in her life where she was actively trying to have a child with someone and her family was like, nah, because probably there was an ancient motherfucker and she is grateful because of that and, you know, whatever. But like, you know, you know, it was like a a nice, not very nice 
Very nice mm-hmm. question that she did not have to answer. Yeah. That I'm probably she's probably been asked this a lot. She did say her age. Mm-hmm. She's 57. Mm-hmm. That was her first thing. Like, girl, I'm 57. Like, right. <laughs> girl, I'm 57. Um, so she did answer really nicely, way nicely than I would have. And for me, the feelings of like, I don't understand asking people this question. Like, mm. what is it to you? Yeah. What is it to you? So there's that. And another piece that I'm thinking about children now is that I don't get why we burden children with the responsibility of legacy. Like, mm. motherfuckers ain't even asked to be here. <laughs> like, right, I right, could have right. been, you know, I could be an abortion. I could be a miscarriage. I can be as, as far as, like, the embryo or whatever. Like, we, mm. like, these children don't even ask to be here and they're already, like, tagged with the now legacy. Now they gotta make it pop. Yeah, they like, gotta make it happen. They, they gotta like, do something for you. You've already put them on a mission. Like I'm fucking right. seven. I'm eating cake. Like, yeah. Why is it on my shoulders as a kid to be your legacy? This is mm. your life. What did you do for you? Like why? Right. Like what work have you done? Or how? Why do I have to be the thing that you did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do something else. Leave me out. Of Leave it. me out of it. I didn't even right. have to be here. Right. Like, yeah. you lived a whole life before I got here. You're still mm-hmm. living in life. It depended on me as a per- Like, it's just weird to me how we tap right. all of that onto, like, people who didn't even ask to be here. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that's strange. Mm-hmm. And then, according to the tweet, the person asked about adopting. And I'm like, if she wanted to adopt, she would have did that shit. Yeah. This is a person who, you know how people say that when they want to, because no one's ever really for kids. I think even regardless of how much money you have. But generally, people mm-hmm. like to say if you have a certain amount of money, then you can afford to have children. And there's like lots of classes. Implications to that, obviously, because poor people have children all the time. But this is a person yeah. who's had the financial means. 
means. If you're just thinking in that way, this is the person mm-hmm. who has the financial means. If they ha- wanted to do the mother thing, mm-hmm. they they would have. They have the money to mm-hmm. do the IVFs and the, the whatever if they wanted to like mm-hmm. birth the child. They have the money right. for a surrogate. They have the right. money that they would be approved for adoption of however mm-hmm. many fucking kids that they want to mm-hmm. be approved for. They have the capital mm-hmm. for that. If that was a choice they wanted to make. Yeah. What like Yeah. Also, we don't know her life. In so many ways, we don't know her life. But what I'm about to say specifically is that we don't know, to her point, we don't know what children she's helping to nurture exactly. in this life. We don't mm-hmm. know where her resources go. Yeah. We don't know whose back-to-school sneakers she buys every year. We don't know any of that and none of us none of us know that and i think that that a part of that goes to show the way in which we are so dismissive of child list it's got to be a better word for that whole thing but Mm -hmm. adult women who don't have children just act like people act like we don't contribute shit to society yes you know what i'm saying like you ain't doing nothing Meanwhile, this yeah. is a whole actor who was selling weave out the wayu. Okay, right, got a hair, but right. like, who does that show on Fox Soul that I do not watch? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a mm-hmm. career. But who's been who's been doing? Vivica Fox is a working black actor. Yes, okay, yes, working black actor woman, working black actress, if you will. Like, she has a legacy. She's been doing. She's stuff. been putting in work. Like, it's just for me, it's very strange that people reduce legacy to. Did you make another person? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Did you create another life? When there's so many ways in which we leave legacy, we impact the world around us, we impact each other, we impact other people that don't have to do with necessarily like procreating. Like you and I have a legacy. We've left legacy. We've touched motherfuckers lives. And it's not just because we have a podcast. We've influenced the way that our friends think about things. We've influenced Mm -hmm. our family. Family. We have nurtured young motherfuckers, you know, in and out of our lives or whatever. Like there is more to legacy than just, did you procreate something? And I, I pass on some genetics, right? Right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And I don't mean for it to sound as basic and rude as it might sound but i'm in charlotte sitting on the floor recording my podcast in a, po- <laughs> a corner surrounded by pillows so this is not really high-minded thought the right ghetto. now okay <laughs> <laughs> right this is, this is that's, that's what it is so part of me feels like having a child and calling that your legacy to an extent sometimes like that's just like the most basic ass simple ass lazy ass way to leave a legacy that's the only thing you know what I don't know what else to do you know what I can do you know what anybody could do you know what most people lots of people can do if nothing else we could just procreate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know like, not ev- not everyone or anybody can do that or yes, whatever. It's lots sure. of folks who like that's not something that they can do or whatever. But it just to me, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But just in this conversation of legacy, it feels like on the list of shit you could do, that's one of the easiest most basic things yes. that you could do. Mm-hmm. It's very complicated. The people, listen, I'm glad I'm here. Cool. Also would not care if I had been aborted. I wouldn't know. I'd be, I'd be none I'd, the wiser. I'd, I'd have no but idea. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. I'm here. Thanks to everybody involved. That's cool. I love the little people in my life. You know, my sister has mad kids. They mm-hmm. look like me. That's a blessing or whatever. I enjoy having them in my life. I enjoy being somebody who does not have to nurture 
my own quote unquote my own children every day or whatever so that when i see my nephew yes. who seven you know i have mm-hmm. nephew i have nibblings of all ages but when i see my little seven seven year old nephew like my mother was a grandmother at my age okay yeah. like mm-hmm. like bronx age grandmother yes. or whatever i treat that little boy like he's he's just like just the cutest li- he's spoiled rotten and i love it <laughs> I love it. Okay. He was crying seven. He was upset about having to go to bed the other day. And I held and cradled him like he was being abused. Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you need? It's okay. You have to go to bed. You have to get your rest. That's when all your bones grow. You know, like 20 year old me wouldn't have done that. Like, I just, I like all the stages of being a black ass auntie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And there are things that I will say to that little person. That's going to be a part of my legacy. It's going to be stuff that he remembers. It's going to be stuff, the stories told about shit I said to people, good or bad. That's going to be my legacy. It don't have to be from procreating. Something else that it made me think of when it comes to women who are honestly working or career women anyway. Mm -hmm. Like you had to choose. Like you really had to make a decision of whether or not you wanted to Mm -hmm. do because you know woman we can't we can't have it all you know right. and you really have to like fucking make a choice career or this mm-hmm. and a lot of women make that choice and i feel yeah. that now it's becoming a lot more common to see pregnant people in entertainment that wasn't right. something we were seeing in the early 2000s where it was just yep. like look at that at our on a red carpet pregnant mm-hmm. or we're not making accommodations on tv shows because the person mm-hmm. is pregnant like that is Yo, not think of all the stuff think of all the stuff in freaking 2019 i don't know how old culture is 2019 2018 that people were saying about cardi b yes her career is over yeah why would she do this all because she wanted to have a child while she was blowing up popping yes you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that is something else that i think is left the the choice that right has to be made yeah and then you're really cool for whichever choice you fucking make absolutely and there are people who we see who it looks like they they quote unquote do have it quote unquote all or whatever you know all is of course relative (laughs) (laughs) right right but no but i have friends that i look at that seem to do a good job at balancing motherhood balancing parenthood with their career or whatever and making things happen how they want them to happen right i see it what i do know about myself though the way that I was raised, the way I understand the world, the experience that I've had, I know I don't know how to juggle those things. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know how to do it and mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I've always known about myself that if I were to have a child, that I would put so much of myself. I would be that nigga who lost myself in mm-hmm. my kid. That's mm-hmm. just what I know about myself. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with that. I know other people who live that way or whatever. And I think that's cool if that's what you want to do with my with your life. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't look down on it and I don't think it's a bad choice. I know for me, I would have put my whole black ass self into a little motherfucker and spent 18 years yeah just putting pouring my whole self into that and that's not what i wanted to do and i don't know any other way to do things based on you know how i grew up and part of part of that growing up to me there were moments where i felt neglected and i know that i don't ever want a little motherfucker to feel like that that so i would spend yeah i would spend my whole time 
pouring my whole entire being and figuring out how I could rearrange my life to pour my whole entire being into this little motherfucker. And I don't actually don't want to do that. So I'm going to just opt out the whole thing. I also don't want some grown ass nigga like myself telling me I did a bad job. All right. So I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) I'm over it. Okay. Every time I look at (laughs) it's funny when I hear people, parents telling me like, oh, you know, it's not as easy as it looks. It don't look easy. It looks hard i want nothing to do with it okay it looks extremely hard and i know for me it was i'm not doing this by myself like that's always been a thing like i know i don't think i'm gonna do it like the same things you describe as far as like i don't have the capacity to juggle i'm not a juggler Mm -hmm. with my own ass life with a fucking cat and i've never been a great juggler so it was like Mm -hmm. i have to have someone else you can't this. even toggle from two open computer windows. You be like, we're reading <laughs> yes. this one article. No. I'm not having all these windows open. Yeah, I can't. Right. I can't. Right. I know that about mm-hmm. myself. So it was like, I need to raise the child with another person. I need to, a full-time yeah. person doing this with me because mm-hmm. I cannot do this. And mm-hmm. honestly, I've never liked anyone enough or like <laughs> been with someone enough to like fucking raise a person what a what I just I just never had. Yeah. So for me it was like I'm not doing this by myself. I know I have a village in my family and a community. It wouldn't be by myself mm-hmm. in that way. But I wanted to be able to drop the child off and go somewhere. And it's not like, girl, could you come get this child? Because right, that is right. like the other parent or whatever like that. And mm-hmm. like that's not something that has ever come into fruition for me. Yeah. Because I just know that I am not capable of doing this shit. And I didn't want to rise to the occasion. <laughs> I didn't want to persevere. I didn't want to persevere. I didn't want to do that shit. It was just yeah. like, I, I, I'm, mm-mm. you know, I didn't, yeah. and I know that that's, some people do rise to the occasion and this is what mm-hmm. it, I didn't even want to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, when you think about legacy, right? When you think about legacy, when you think about people who have impacted your life, right? Let's, let's, if we think about popular figures. Yeah. We don't know who their kids are. At all. Sometimes I Google, I be like, oh, do, do bell hooks have kids? Do so-and-so have kids? Do this one have kids? Do that do. one have... Sometimes they yeah. do, and I don't give a fuck. At I'm not all. thinking about they, that Sometimes legacy. They that, do. that has nothing to do with Sometimes me. Sometimes they do, and their kids are pieces of shit. Okay? <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. Be a whole, like, your whole black feminist inf- like um, inspiration. Yes. And then the child yes. is a fucking piece of shit fucking weirdo <laughs> right a fucking legacy. weirdo child legacy. doing weirdo doing weirdo white shit that that's fucking counter political to like their parents views yes. who inspired your whole life You're like what kind of what kind of child the fuck is this the world yeah Talk and good for legacy. them good for them yo sometimes when i see stuff like that right when i think of some of our leaders like our thought leaders or whatever for yeah. us personally and i mm-hmm. and I, when i do discover they have kids and look into that kid and what they be doing or whatever sometimes i feel like we i don't have kids but you know what i'm saying we be so black and free that we just be like fly free be you do <laughs> whatever fi- you'll figure it out you'll figure it out and they grow up to be like yo what the fuck are you doing no what happens what is they doing? be free and that white supremacy net just be right. like right <laughs> They'd be like, you know, I'm so free. Whiteness looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my freedom to dabble in that. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's, it's funny. It's but strange. the other thing I wanted to say about this, right? So you mentioned this, that this was a question and I felt immediate rage, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm full of rage. But I was thinking of all the other times where people asked questions. It's like a balance between an innocent question and like a loaded white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalistic question or whatever, right? And like other times I was filled with rage. There was that one time we was both at this event and somebody asked a question that to me felt I don't know if the, this is an appropriate word for what was actually happening, mm-hmm. but to me, the question felt, felt violent. Yeah. yeah, the question felt violent. The question felt like we're in a safe space right now. It felt to me like we're in a safe black space and you're introducing white people and white supremacy to this space. We're talking about black shit. Yeah. And you asking a question about white shit. And I was in fucking rage. <laughs> I was in black fucking rage. Like, <laughs> what's happening right now? Who are you? Who sent you? Why are you here? What's that, right? So as I have matured (laughs) and been thinking, like as we dismantle systems, people are going to ask disturbing, triggering, and for lack of a more sensible, thoughtful term, violent ass questions. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they're looking at people who seem to be living free or they're looking at people who are living free and wondering how and why. You know what I'm saying? So people are going to ask questions that are disturbing questions that trigger us or whatever if we are people who seek to dismantle this system and sometimes instead of rage it's okay to answer no what you're asking me feels white supremacist and patriarchal and and, and, and oppressive and and i'm gonna tell you why here's the answer mm -hmm. you know sometimes like well vivica wasn't gonna do that Well, well, in within her answer, within her answer, even though she didn't necessarily call it out as like an oppressive, like who you asking, what you talking about kind of question, she did reveal some things like I have mad god babies. I'm grown. I'm th-. like she did. She answers the question, and somebody's eyes may have been open to something that they hadn't considered. Yeah, that's before. true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. to me, when people ask this question, sometimes it feels like yo how are you this age and still functioning without having done what society told you you were supposed to do? And I feel like sometimes because of how we think, for me personally, I get so enraged that I miss out on the opportunity to help to dismantle the system that brought that person to ask me that ridiculous question. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that that also happens online. I always talk about online, how we need to have fucking ages. Like your age needs to be posted next to your fucking at name on Twitter. Cause I need to know if a 14 year old is asking me or saying something toxic and ridiculous versus a 37 year old. Like Mm -hmm. I need to know like what's good, what's happening here so I can cater my approach to What's being said. And so, yeah, we don't know the age or experience of the person who asked this question, but I feel like so many people. I feel like if they were at a Vivica Fox event. <laughs> yeah, they was probably grown. They was probably they was, grown. That was a grown person. But also think about the conversations that we have like with our mothers. You yes. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The conversations that we have with our parents where like they're fantastic and great at, you know, raising us or whatever. But sometimes they they say shit they that's do. mad, white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalistic. And I'd be, be like, I'm glad well, I'm not your legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, Facts. I kid. But yeah, like I'm, I'm happy right. that my, my, my parents don't look mm-hmm. at us as like legacies. Yeah. Like highly disappointed is what they would be. <laughs> yes. 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 So disappointed. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. gosh. Have you ever been asked about your legacy? 
and leaving a legacy about kids yeah I wish y'all could see the eyebrows, the face that she's making with <laughs> the eyebrows go up on the L. Legacy. Um <laughs> Legacy, legacy, legacy. That's not even a song. But. Yeah, I have been asked. I have been asked about having kids by lots of different people. And some of them it's like, so who did you think I was supposed to do that with? You know what I'm saying? Who did you think I was supposed to do did that with? Do you see with? the climate? <laughs> Right. Everything that you know about me, what says to you that that's something that I should do, Mm -hmm. that I should navigate, that I should manage? Do you think, if it's a person with kids, do you think I think you're doing a great job? (laughs) Do you think I want what you have? Have you seen you? Some of y'all are doing great. But yeah, it's disturbing because in addition to that, you don't know what somebody's reproductive health is like. You don't know if they've had miscarriages you don't know like honestly like i have like my perception when it comes to do i want to have kids did i want to have kids yada 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 i did always feel based on what i had seen and what i knew i didn't want i did always feel like yeah i, w- I would like a partner to do this with yeah I, I was yeah. never a person you mm-hmm. know some people are just inherently like i want to have kids like yes. no matter what that's yeah. what i want to do mm-hmm. i was never that i never had that, that either yeah i was never that yeah. person so i was like yeah that would be it would be i would i always thought i would enjoy partnership and sharing life creating life or adopting life or whatever with a partner Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that would be something that i thought i would enjoy but that was that was a different time that was when i when i politically thought that that was a thing that was actually possible viable for a nigga like me exactly and then when it became clear like oh i don't really think that i'm even made up to be somebody who can do that at the time in which I would want to, like, even if I were to adopt, like, be running around and doing that kind of thing, like, you know, it just became clear that's not something that I think I'm probably going to end up doing. But in addition to that, I have fibroids and dealing with this, that or whatever. So yeah. it became if if, for example, if I was somebody who did not navigate fibroid issues Maybe I would have thought of it differently. Maybe I would have come at a certain point in my life and been like, oh, maybe that would be cool to try. Because a part of me in my life was like, okay, well, if that's something my body would do, it would be cool to try that. I want to do all the stuff that, you know, that I could do while I'm here. You know, I'll try it. Let me think of a conversation I had with my mom. This is years ago. Mm -hmm. And she was like, do you want to have children? This is like in my 20s. So I think I still did. But I remember being at the point where it was like, yeah, if I did, that'd be cool. But I'd probably be doing it by myself. And she was like, mm. what? Like, <laughs> who says that out loud? Like, because right, to a lot of right. our mothers, being a single mother was something that kind of like happens to you, not to like you. a not a conscious choice right. that you make. And I remember mm. saying that mm. my mom was like, Rah! but I just knew mm. that at that point that I had not had a partner. I wasn't with any man that ever made me mm-hmm. feel like I want to raise children with this motherfucker. Like, I just, yeah. I, so I, at that point and that part of my journey, it was like, if I do it, I'd probably be doing it by myself because, mm-hmm. you know, but, but I had mm-hmm. come to terms with that. Right. But my mom was like, you would have thought I had a third head. Like, what? Mm-hmm. You, that's, your, yeah. just, that's a choice you're making? Are you sure you're not a lesbian? Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you know, anything you do that's not heteronormative you're automatically well you oh, live this absolutely. life you know you know I, yes yes my dad is still waiting for me to come out <laughs> still waiting but like yeah it's just it's just, yeah it's, i feel like there's space to ask somebody their thoughts on children and all that stuff or whatever when you are having those kinds of deep conversations with a certain yeah, kind of person but that's not that's not cocktail talk and it always comes up 
at the cookout randomly or at fucking cocktail hour no. or like some random time where it's like, what? I was at a casino once and this random guy, I don't know how we were talking or they were talking to my friend and then they were like, you have children? And I was like, no. And they were so insulted and they was like, well, what about your legacy? Like, same as that. <laughs> You don't even know me. How do you know that I'm the type of person who should even live a like leave a legacy? Yeah. What like, if I'm rotten on the inside? Like, and I was gonna say something back, like stank, but then I realized he didn't have teeth. So I was like, life's done enough to this person. So <laughs> I'ma just let it go. You know. Oh my goodness. I, I did have one of my loved ones was considering like getting their tubes tied. Mm-hmm. And they, it was, it was a very, it was sweet, but it was also reflective of how we talk about or don't talk about or view like fertility and, and childbirth and all that stuff or whatever. So they was getting ready to do that, but they wanted to, but didn't know how to ask me. They wanted to make sure that if, cause I don't have kids. I think they weren't sure. They know I've had uh, fibroid issues and stuff like that. I think Mm -hmm. they weren't sure if I could have kids or not, or if I wanted to or whatever. They were getting their tubes tied, but they wanted to make sure they talked to me first, just in case I wanted them to carry a kid for me, which I thought was super duper sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But they had all, it's like, they love me. They wanted to ask, but they had all these feelings about like, should I ask? Is it okay to, because there's yeah. so much stuff around fertility, so much social weight and value and morality put on whether this is something your body can physically yes. do or not. Mm-hmm. Like they cared and loved about, loved me enough to think like, oh, maybe this is something I can help them with. But also felt this weird like discomfort with even posing the question because mm-hmm. they didn't want me to feel like bad if it was something that I couldn't, couldn't do. do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just unfortunate that we put so much on whether our bodies can do that or not. Whether we do it socially or not, whether yeah. we adopt or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot put on this thing that like, do we need to even take up any more resources? That was also something I considered like as a kid, like, okay. There's enough like, of us. I, yeah, I have nibblings. Do I even like, they need sneakers and shit. Do I need to even make my own now? Now we just spreading everything that thin? This don't even make oh, sense. Gosh. This oh, don't even gosh. make sense. But oh, gosh. anyway, yeah. It's unfortunate that niggas is still asking that yeah, question. I just, I, and obviously, I'm sure those people don't listen to our podcast. We're not in their right. sphere mm-hmm. of like places, probably. Some, some of them probably do. There's probably an overlap. But mm-hmm. it's like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please stop. Please stop. And some people, oh my gosh, I think I mentioned this before, on another birthday, on a birthday at a spa type place, I was getting a manicure and the technician on my fucking birthday. That happened to me with my nails one time. So you don't want to have kids? And I just like, like, it, it is my birthday. You don't know what fucking birthday this is. That could be a really sensitive yeah, question for I me. And it, yeah. it it's not that, like, the question wasn't sensitive, but then I became enraged that they fucking are asking me this question when, like, do niggas at the spa know we are at the spa? <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me when I was getting my nails done, too. And it was like, I, now looking back on it, that's part of that small talk that you have with women not asking mm. them if yeah i think that's part of that small talk that you have right. with women when you don't really know what else to say so it's like do you have kids so if i yeah. do have kids then we have some little shit to talk about maybe i don't mm-hmm. fucking know. just remove that from the small talk like it's, it's it. 
remove it get get rid of it because i think that's what my nail yeah. tech was doing and it like and yeah. i'm like no i don't want any it's talk. not small talk yo. yeah like, it is not small it's actually talk. big 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 talk it's like, big talk especially <laughs> don't ask me they had just finished telling me about their kid or whatever okay great cool if we not peers in this if we not both don't have kids who are you? T- who the fuck are you talking to? Don't ask me anything at all. Maybe I had a kid and they died. Like it's so many it's variables. So many, yeah, like it's big talk. So it's many not variables. Talk. Yo. Do, like cut that shit out. But yeah, that's cut what I think. Out. And it be people who don't know how to have big talk. Cause I like big talk. <laughs> you don't know how to do this. All right, I can't. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think we need to take a break. Jay's getting. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about hair shit and we might throw somebody in the pit. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. This is a black ass womanist race nerd podcast dedicated to dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Yes, to quote Bell Hooks, we have to constantly critique imperialist white supremacist patriarchal culture because it is normalized by mass media and rendered unproblematic. Here at Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, we are dedicated to that critique and promoting, highlighting, and introducing alternate ways of existing and resisting the fuck shit that is oppressive systems. Through the podcast, events, trainings, and panels, we rely on your support to sustain this work. Sustainability. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. There are a few ways that you can support Tea with Queen and Jay. You can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's a big help, and it lets people know that we are current and people like what we do here. That's right. You can tell all your favorite people about us. You can also give us your money. Give it to us. There are two ways to donate. Two. You can go to our website, teawithqueenandj.com. Slide down on our homepage and there's where we have two options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option and that is where you can give however much you want. And we have our Patreon option and that's where we're asking for a little bit more commitment. Just $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less, but that is us. Up to you. All of our patrons have access to one bonus episode a month and all previous bonus episodes. Another great way to support Team Queen and Jay is to become a sponsor. If you would like to sponsor us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Team with Queen and Jay podcast or see it on social media, email us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. We also do trainings. You can hire us to speak at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, dismantling white supremacy in the workplace, womanism, black feminism podcasting some other shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast or if you'd like us to do a covid safe live show or consult you or your team send us your t-mail at teawithqueenandj.com thank you so much for fucking with us thank you so much for all the support hey black women hey black femmes hey black people All right, 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 all right. And we're black. All the time. That's right. Let's do a moment in black hair. Moment in Black Hair is the segment where we highlight stories about black hair. Some of them are political. Some of them bring us black joy. But this is the segment where we talk about all of it. What are we talking about this week, Jay? This week, Moment in Black Hair. All right. So it's bad, but make it fun. (laughs) It's bad, but make it lawsuit. Make it a lawsuit. (laughs) Bad. 
but make it litigious. So you remember we talked about the Crown Act in this segment before, Moment yeah, of Black Hair. So mm-hmm. yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, the Crown Act stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. And it was created in 2019 by Dove and the Crown Coalition in partnership with then State Senator Holly J. Mitchell of California to ensure protection against discrimination based on race-based hairstyles by extending statutory protection to hair texture and protective styles such as braids, locks, twists, and knots in the workplace and public schools. So it was passed in California in 2020 and then 13 states since have adopted either the crown act or laws similar to the crown act that uh, yeah yeah. exactly i'll be using it at work (laughs) hello you have to you have to i would have anyway i didn't need the act to do that but now it's like yeah because people listen to laws i guess (laughs) they Mm -hmm. don't just treat people like humans right right yeah now you could actually say to somebody you can't be doing that yep you can't be doing that because somebody would always try and do that yes yes so yeah so the law prohibits race-based hair discrimination which is the denial of employment and education opportunities because of hair texture or protective styles including braids locks twists or bantu knots so that's what had happened so we've talked about that on the podcast a few times right and we know we have this moment in black hair because hair be an issue black hair be an issue for everybody all over the place the since time. the beginning of time when they was having black women cover up their black hair when they having us cut it all short or whatever so that you couldn't see it like it's it's a whole it's been a whole thing yes. right so a black person named jeffrey thornton filed a lawsuit against encore group llc claiming the company denied him employment when he refused to cut his hair which he wears in locks is this kyle okay? barker from um <laughs> how did we get yes oh did that come up was that an episode of no one told him that he needed to cut his hair but his other black colleague was like the reason Mm. why you're not getting it is because your hair and then he had this whole episode about his hair and then the the Mm. white people were like no we don't care (laughs) (laughs) be your own people <laughs> that's funny it do be yeah. your own people that's hilarious <laughs> shout out to to living single man what a show <laughs> classics yes 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 but hair has always been a conversation in my universe as well as somebody who'd been natural since like high school yeah. before people was doing natural stuff it was always a conversation when i wanted to lock my hair my parents were very concerned which is why i never locked it because yeah. i feel like you know Retired Rasta. I feel like it's a certain time when you're supposed to do that or yes. whatever, you know. But anyway, my time had passed, so I never did it. But my parents were very concerned. Like, you might be cutting yourself off from opportunities and this, that, or whatever. Like, it was a huge Thanks. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, he's suing. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Thornton's complaint claims that the San Diego office for the company violated the state's Crown Act. According to the lawsuit, when Thornton interviewed for the technical supervisor position, this is from the uh, CNN article, BT Dub, mm-hmm. an encore hiring manager informed him that he would have to conform to appearance policies if he wanted the job. That meant cutting his hair so it was off the ears, eyes, and shoulders, and that the company would not allow him to simply tie his hair back. That's the that's the gag for me that is, is that okay there's so many things that black people can do with their hair to make sure that it fits into these quote unquote guidelines, right? Like maybe you're operating machinery. Yeah. I'm not sure of this role, but the company I think is like does construction projects and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So if it's for quote unquote safety, there are so many things that we can do with our hair, Mm -hmm. long, short, whatever, so that it doesn't interfere 
with safety. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's the, oh, no, you can't just tie it back. That's what, like, that's a part of what sticks it for me. Because yes. it's like, we want to control your whole your entire whole person. existence. Your existence, Yes, basically. yes. And this is such a normal thing that I could totally see, like, okay, the Crown Act is passed, but everybody's not up on this shit nope. yet. Because we've been going full white supremacists yes. on black people's hair since the beginning of time. Especially if you are not black and you don't have to think about hair or you don't have to think about, Mm. like, I'm conscious of this law being passed because I've had these issues. Like, you just presented something. I've had these things where I was, like, going back into the workforce after not having a job for a year. And I've always done whatever the fuck I wanted to do with my hair. And I had to think about, can I go to the job interview with pink box braids? I remember we talked about that. Yeah, Yeah. like, shit like that. And these Mm. are stuff that lots of people don't have to think of. At all, because they do fit the norm. So even if the law passes, you're not aware. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Because the other thing is that even if this law passes, white folks are so ignorant to the level of oppression that we experience as black people that HR is not even thinking, oh, let me make sure we brief everybody. Because this is like, oh, yeah, of course. No big deal. It's hair. It's hair. Yeah. Y'all care. And y'all harass and oppress us about our hair all the time. Mm -hmm. So I can see this passing and then just adding it. Okay, cool. We'll mention that in hirings or whatever. But what are you going to do about the white supremacists at your job who we've all been trained under white supremacy to tell each other, like, no, you can't rock it. Like, we yep. don't even know. We don't even know if this hiring manager was a black person or not at this stage. I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. see it in this article or whatever. And it could be a black person that happened with Kyle it Barker. It could be. <laughs> like, happened with Kyle Barker. It's happened with me. It's like with people. Me. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Other black people will be reinforcing these white supremacist yes. standards. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, mm-hmm. he's suing. Okay, and I live for that. And that's what the law allows. Like that's what yes. stuff being on a book and legislation allows because. He would have less footing if he just tried to sue out of the blue if there was mm-hmm. no act saying that this was against mm-hmm. the law. It would probably be something that wouldn't even go anywhere. Right. But because right. it's like legislation and like on the books that yes. you cannot do this. Now he has mm-hmm. footing and foundation and grounding to be like, exactly. you got me fucked up. And so this is making the news. People are talking about it. It also signals to places around the country yeah. That, nah, we're for real. Mm-hmm. No, this is actually what it means. So you thought this was, wasn't was a big deal and this was just a freaking, you know, we're, we're patronizing or playing to black people or whatever, like some type of PC bullshit. Yeah. This actually affects our everyday life. Yes. And because you forgot to retrain everybody on this fucking law and bring everybody that's up what? to speed. That was going to cost you. That's right. So we're suing. Mm-hmm. We're litigating. Yes. There's going to be depositions. Hopefully no one will be acquitted. We're going to subpoena motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. We're going to serve people at, at their fucking, when they least expect it. You've got served, okay? Whatever legal I don't care language, if you're at your kid's jargon. birthday party, okay? That's right. Serving these papers right now. Serve these papers. Show up. We want to see you in court. Exactly. We want to see you in court. There exactly. will be defendants. There will be fucking, fucking plaintiffs. <laughs> what else is a legal term? I don't know. Okay? Um, We're going to fucking defeat malfeasance. There will be judges. You don't want to see it. There will be judges. Okay, maybe a jury. Objections. Maybe. Objections. We're going to overrule things. Yes. Sustained. All of that shit. (laughs) Yo, (sighs) this is one of the rare times. Well, it don't even count, yo. We we know we can't use the master's tools to defeat the system or whatever, but this is what we got right now, and we're fucking suing everybody. I want to sue everybody. Yes. Okay? 
everyone. So the company says, we regret any miscommunication with Mr. Thornton regarding our standard grooming policies, which he appears to fully meet, and we have made him an offer of employment. We are continuously looking to learn and improve, and we are reviewing our grooming policies to avoid potential miscommunications in the future. So here's another piece of gag. Yeah. A sliver of gag. Okay. He worked for this company before. What? Yes, he worked with these com- with the company before. He had he had locks before, so I'm sure they're longer now, whatever. Yeah. But he was furloughed during COVID, and so he was just going back. Like, okay, what the hell? Like, I, th- I think he may have been going for a different position, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he worked there before. That's see, that's that's the thing too when it comes to like jobs. They just assume mm-hmm. you don't know things, like. Yep. Because he's in this, like, I'm going to assume, I'm just going to assume for the mm-hmm. sake of what I'm going to say, they're in a new mm-hmm. position, new department, people, right. new, who, new person, new, new person, like whatever, you just, possibly, who never you just assume people just don't know things, mm-hmm. don't know their rights, don't, yes. like, they just, they really count on that ignorance to, like, continue exactly. their bullshit, you know? And when we talk about colorism, like, on, to add colorism, featurism, texturism, we're talking about a from what I remember. We're yes. talking about a dark-skinned black man with locks. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are assumptions based on people who look the way that he yes. looks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's double. So yeah, you assume that we don't know our rights and the more black, the more yes, coded the more, yeah, we look the, to you, you're probably the more, more you, those you assi- Yes, the more know. they double down on yep. those assumptions. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you got the right one on the wrong day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. That's right. Because I know that this person, I know this person that didn't happen and then they just went right away to sue. They said, Mm -hmm. no, this is against the law. They said, no, this is what you got. Like there was a pushback and it was like, you know what? I got something for you. Because none of us, none of us have time. He's there applying for this job. I'm positive he don't just have time laying around to do this. Yes, for them this to is say no that... once and to just jump exactly. to lawsuit. So exactly. y'all pushed back. This person let you know. Yep. Y'all was like, yes, because no, because most of us, somebody says something ridiculous, and then in so many words, we'd be like, you sure? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because well, actually, yeah, this is the law. And then it's like over and over, and then finally, it's like, all right, we suing. Exactly. So Thornton's lawyer, Adam Kent, said they were not completely satisfied with the company's response. The lawyer says, while we are glad that Encore Global has acknowledged its error in denying my client's employment due to his hairstyle, we have yet to receive a formal apology, which is fucking necessary, okay, or a commitment to changing the grooming policy that has had a disparate impact on African-Americans, Kent told CNN. I intend to engage with Encore further to determine if they will fulfill all the requests we have made in our lawsuit. I hope there's money requests in there, okay? Money. What else do you sue for? I don't know. <laughs> it better be I don't know. We're not legal. You, you see, we're not legalese. So we, we don't, don't know. know the legal. I want money for the malfeasance <laughs> that was incurred and endured by the defendant. During no, the plaintiff. Their time. During their time. That's right. That's what I want done. Your okay? Honor. <laughs> adjourned (laughs) I will hold you in contempt (laughs) I have contempt for this company all rise (laughs) it's getting a rise out of me oh gosh okay so yeah so that's the moment in black hair and we will sue you my nigga okay all 13 of these states we will fucking sue you and 
This is for every time somebody said something wacky about my hair ever in my life, yo. Hanging on to this. <laughs> Holding on to this. We are going to, what they call that? When you fill up the courtroom. <laughs> uh, show up. Pack the courtroom. I don't know. I don't know. There's like <laughs> some activist term where they come and crowd the, the courtroom or pack the courtroom. Oh, yeah. They're probably, I think there is a language for that. I didn't, that, I didn't write that down in all the legal terms that I researched. <laughs> Before, <laughs> before well, we're going to do that. <laughs> right, right, right. There'll be actions and depositions, and we oppose it. Okay, okay. <laughs> we oppose the motion. Right, we oppose the motion. Right to uh, suggest that. Uh, anyway, now imagine if she were white. <laughs> Remember that movie. <laughs> What movie? With um, Samuel Jackson and... Um, oh. <laughs> I've never watched that whole movie. I just it, That movie just shows up and then it'd be like in the middle of the movie and they're in court and somebody is screaming. <laughs> I've never watched... I don't even know. I don't remember the name of it. I don't even know what had happened. All I know is that his closing argument for them to understand why this person mm-hmm. cared about his child, he had to say, now imagine that she was white. <laughs> Now the jury's supposed to understand why this black man did what he did to defend his daughter. Yeah. Fucked up ass movie. Yeah. I'm mad now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's throw somebody in the pit. Yes. Let's throw somebody in the pit right quick. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Yeah. So the pit is the segment where we throw all the motherfuckers that try to steal our black joy, people, places, and things that do that go in the pit. So who we throwing in the pit this week? Oh, my freaking goodness. So I've been trying to avoid talking about this it hasn't been hard honestly it hasn't been hard to avoid because i already put this on my i, I don't know list, this list. Like, yeah. yeah it's already mm-hmm. on my list like it been on my list or whatever but i have to ask the question okay dave Chappelle, nigga are you okay <laughs> is dave Chappelle okay he is not somebody somebody needs to check in on him and just see if he's okay because i think are his like his friends are enablers like is he okay he don't seem okay He's in an enabler bubble. Yeah, he don't seem okay right now. And I say this because, yes, we know Dave Chappelle did them specials or whatever. I didn't watch the most recent special on Netflix, like the one that has everybody, you know, the one that's been causing the most quote-unquote controversy or whatever. Ready to tussle. No, you guys (laughs) like to tussle. Yeah. Because I've been over it. Mm -hmm. We've been over it. We've seen it from the door. He was being transphobic. In I think that's the opinion of this podcast that Dave Chappelle is transphobic. Since period. his that's comeback, since the first, yeah, Netflix that's what he's been doing. He been so doing. I knew, yeah. yes, I knew in this special, I saw it pop up on Netflix. I already tried. I am a recovering Dave Chappelle fan and supporter. So yes, I did find him funny back in the day. Some of that stuff was okay. problematic. That was in like two thousand and three. Okay. <laughs> thousand years ago you know what i mean like whenever ago. i don't remember yes. when Dave Chappelle's show was out but people are still holding on yes everybody has evolved <laughs> everybody has evolved since then except for dave Chappelle. so that's <laughs> that's the opinion of this podcast mm-hmm. we assume that y'all know that we talked about it the last time there yeah, was a special did. Did. so i didn't see any reason to watch this special i already knew i wasn't really gonna like it wasn't for me 
And I didn't see any need to talk about it because we already saw this from the door. Whatever, yeah, right? This, so whatever. This, so I went this about is a new my spiel. life. This is this is yes. his comic angle now at this point. This is what he do. Mm-hmm. So I went about my life. I was like, okay, I'm just not paying attention to this. Uh, I did my part when it came up with family. Mm-hmm. Talked about the reasons why I feel like he's a transphobe. The reasons why I don't think it's funny commentary. You and I deleted and blocked some turfs. Yes, it was somebody we was thinking about interviewing on the podcast and Ooh, their child. take. Their take, I was like, oh, you're a turf. Yeah. We didn't get that far. I was like, oh, you're a turf. So I would say uh, that's the one instance where Dave Chappelle did us a service. <laughs> yes. Facts. We did not have known that this person Facts. Was possibly we was about to have guess. somebody. Yes, we were about to thing. have a guest about some unrelated thing, right? Yeah. So I had them. We, we had been researching that person before we reached out. I was like, oh, yeah, we always research yeah, we make sure I know whatever. And on their Instagram, they was going full turf. I'm like, yo, why don't you see? You're not even JK Rowling. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Do you not know black? You're a black. Do you not know black queer people? You don't understand yeah. intersections? Your whole platform is about your intersection. How you? What is wild. happening right wild, now? So yeah. it was weird. But yeah, but that wasn't, to me, it was nothing to discuss. Because we already know yeah. that that special, it wasn't for us or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Then this nigga goes. So he's, he does the special, you know, he, he talks about being canceled, even though you can't be canceled and be doing all the shit that he be doing. He's not canceled. Like, okay, he's not canceled. Like, enough. The way that they use that word is so funny. It's really. Because, you know, that's where that come from. I would mm-hmm. just be like, what What did y'all do? <laughs> right? To our slang. Like, what the fuck you, did y'all do? You know what I miss? I miss the days when Joanne the Scammer was roaming around doing little clips being semi-problematic semi-delightful yeah and i just remember her looking at the toaster and saying it's over it's canceled it's done yeah, it was just a and way to just on. be dismissive and just be like it's yes. done it's over it's canceled i'm over this done. yes it- and now it's a whole figment <laughs> of the white man's and everybody's imagination, imagination who's uncomfortable when somebody challenges their opinion like Stop it. So anyway, so, you know, he's running around crying about being allegedly canceled as he rakes in millions from Netflix and whatever else he's working on. He's crying that places don't want to show his little documentary or whatever. So he's on a crying tour or whatever. He's doing doing shows with uh, many black people's arch nemesis, Joe Rogan, of all people like. Fuck. What do you need Joe Rogan for? Joe Rogan is not even okay. He's great at podcasting. I don't remember Joe Rogan being some outstanding comic, and I'm a nigga who likes comedy. Okay, mm-hmm. just in general, I don't know him to be that. Nobody talks about the immense, enormous comedic talent of Joe Rogan. I forgot he was a comedian when you just said it. I was right. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Right, right, because he's made money, you know, doing other things. Yeah. And sure, I'm sh- I'm sure he could do a tight five, okay, or whatever he's going to do on tour with Dave Chappelle. But he's not even, I don't understand why someone of Dave Chappelle's caliber is touring with Joe Rogan, this person who says mad anti-black shit. Like, I don't really get it. I understand that there are black, there's black talent that goes to his show. It's a huge platform. So I get it the same way niggas show up. I wouldn't do it, but the same way niggas show up to the Breakfast Club. Oh, wow. like yeah people still do that yeah people do it people do it I get it's a huge platform but I don't understand taking it you're gonna take it the next level and go on tour with that person yeah. but whatever I digress yeah we're here because Dave Chappelle I wish I remembered all the legal jargon from the last segment but I don't <laughs> but I do want to make this a legal thing I want to continue with the theme but we're here because Dave Chappelle this nigga went to his high school impromptu 
right? Unexpected. I assume the administrators, maybe they knew he was coming or whatever, but it was like a surprise to at least the students or whatever. So unexpected, he goes there, he shows up, he holds this, uh, I I assume auditorium. I don't know. Maybe they were in the fucking gym. Uh I don't fucking know. But out of 580 students, so he gives them the opportunity to talk to him about everything they disagree with when it comes to him and his specials and whether or not he's a bigot or if he should be canceled so he gives them time allegedly to voice their opinion what did he think was gonna happen what he thought was gonna happen was that he could fucking bully fucking high school children Mm -hmm. okay and maybe bully is the wrong word but like this is not a conversation with adults right so he's not engaging in dialogue with adults who have had time to think about what they want to say he shows up unexpected unannounced to this fucking high school you're in pe and then you hear on the fucking speaker you're in gym and they're like it's a special assembly fucking dave Chappelle is here right so around eight um this is a vulture article around eight of the 580 students in attendance were said to have stepped up to the mic right so those are the ones some of them According to Politico, right? So some anonymous students spoke with Politico. Mm -hmm. Some students had feelings about Dave Chappelle and just didn't want to say anything Mm because I imagine this is quite intimidating. Yeah. So he made a surprise visit to D.C.'s Duke Ellington School of the Arts in November for an hour-long Q&A session, right? Surprise visit, okay? So Chappelle was reportedly met with a mixture of booze and cheers, a spokesperson for Duke Ellington told Politico that the comedian specifically invited, quote unquote, the voices of discontent to question him, adding that this made his supporters, quote, the silent majority. This is fucking weird. What? This is why are you engaging children? Huh? Why are you engaging children? Engaging children and then kind of antagonizing them to say, like, I want to speak to the ones who don't fuck with right. me. Right. Like, like, yes. W- what? Children. I would be very surprised if the statistics from Netflix and the people who watched this special were mostly ages. How, how, how old are people in high school? Fucking 14 to, to 19? About, yeah. I would be very surprised if that was the majority of the demographic. Why are you going to a fucking high school telling them, yeah, come, come. You want to tussle with me? Bring it on. Like, Bring what? it on. <laughs> to children. Put him up, put him up, like to children. So one student, one student who this is something my nephew would say. That's the thing too, because this is an art school. Usually, that is where kids are in spaces where they could voice their opinions more. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. He was looking for it. One student reportedly called the comedian a bigot, adding, I'm 16 and I think you're childish. You handled it like a child. (laughs) According to two anonymous students who spoke with political, Chappelle responded, my friend, with all due respect, (laughs) with all due respect, I don't believe you could make one of the decisions I have made on a given day. As with many of his live shows, phones were confiscated at the door to prevent recordings. Of course. A child cannot make one of the decisions you've had to make on a given day. You're talking to children. The power dynamics here are absurd. You're grown. Go to a fucking, go to a fucking college. Go to a fucking somewhere else. 
everywhere okay? else but here or even if you if you want to have this dialogue with students give them time this is something that rod mentioned on his podcast on a black guy who tips give them time to prepare something to say like yeah. he's coming on this day think about what you want to say or whatever it's so fucking random he thought it was going to be like when he threw that block party in brooklyn some years mm-hmm. ago when he just popped up and it was like dave Chappelle is here and everyone just like <laughs> was happy and we had the cookout and people perform like that's not just, the same dave Chappelle. it's not it's not the same dave Chappelle. it's not. a very different audience and you came with tunes last time. You forgot the mm-hmm. tunes. Like, <laughs> yes, like, you forgot the tunes. You forgot the other artists. You forgot the gifts. Another question that Politico merely described as antagonistic reportedly prompted Chappelle to reply. So I guess a, a kid asked something that was antagonistic. Yeah, because this, honestly, Chappelle showing up to the school to talk about his shit right now. To me, that in itself is antagonistic. Yeah, Saying that you want to talk to the dissenters, the kids who disagree with you the or whatever, dissenters. that's antagonistic. Right. Uh-huh. So prompted Chappelle to reply, I'm better than every instrumentalist, artist. No matter what art you do in this school right now, I'm better than all of you. I'm sure that will change. I'm sure you'll be household names soon. Weird, nigga. This is weird. You should be better. You've had more time. What does this mean? What? what like, like who? Like who wakes up and is what like, this you know mean? what? I'm gonna bother high school students. Like you have your yeah. own kids to bother. Like <laughs> bother your children. Bother those. Bother your legacies. Bother your okay? children. Bother- <laughs> <laughs> Leave these other legacies alone. Like, hello, hello. I just don't understand. This seems this is such low hanging fruit to go and harass high school students. Like, what did you go to bring? What did you go to offer? Like, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Did the high school, like, were were they writing open letters? Like, did they do or say something about you that was there someone specifically there that you wanted to respond to? Or like, I'm trying to understand, aside from him being on one and having a problem why he thinks it was a benefit to the students which is what everything should be to the benefit of the students why you think this was to their benefit to do this this seems mad self-serving extremely self-serving yeah after a student in the audience shouted your comedy kills the comedian (laughs) shot back (laughs) right so a student shouts that even their responses sound like children Right, right. Your comedy kills. Yeah, so a student says that the comedian shot back, niggas are killed every day. Okay. First of all, okay. Right. Only Cameron and Peyton Full could say that. <laughs> Hello. And like what what does this have to do with mm-hmm. what what? Now you care yeah. about niggas being killed? What's the correlation? That's one thing cis men are really horrible at is correlations. And here is like evidence Correlations, of that. metaphors. <laughs> this is one of them joints where like if he was doing stand up, you know how he says something utterly ridiculous. And then he leaves time for silence. So for the crowd to clap. Like he leaves a dramatic pause yeah. after saying, just because you leave a dramatic pause don't mean what you said make any sense. It just means it's ridiculous. Yeah. And a lot of time that clap is just awkwardness. Everyone is fucking awkward. And then they yeah. clap. Because it's like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. Doesn't mean mean it's good. (laughs) This is awkward. (laughs) The two students who spoke with Politico said they were afraid to speak up during the assembly because Chappelle often responded to questions by laughing or making jokes. The comedian reportedly signaled out a student who left the room saying, of course she left early. This is a taunting ass. You don't know her. What do you mean? Of course she left early. (laughs) Yes. 
Yes. Maybe she needed to change. Like, she knew how to use the bathroom. Anything. Like, what do you? Of, of course she left. Or you don't know anything about that person. Anything. Anything. You know, anything. Uh, okay. So check this okay. out. Seemingly confirming the interaction, Chappelle's spokesperson told Politico that the person in question, quote, couldn't even entertain the idea of a conversation. We're talking about children. We're talking about children. Most bro. of which didn't even want to be at school that day. Thank you. <laughs> and now they got to sit in a fucking assembly room with fucking Dave Chappelle. They don't even have the historical context that you and I do exactly. when we remember they old They literally know Dave you Chappelle as how you exist why, right now. Yes. They know you as an old bigot, yo. <laughs> That's all they know. They don't have the history. They don't know fucking what did the five fingers say to the face. They don't know shit about that. No, your old shit that was funny. All. They don't know anything no. about that. Funny and problematic. They don't know anything about that. All they know is present day you. So this reverence that you're expecting. They were infants when that was happening. <laughs> yes. Like, all they know is the old nigga that keeps showing up saying and doing weird things and now you're at their high school confronting them like every movie parody where you see a grown man fighting kids in the playground that's what this is like all he needed was a cigarette in the corner of his mouth <laughs> he probably had one i don't think he could have a cigarette in the school <laughs> this is so weird yeah this sounds like the disgruntled older person on the block who be saying young blood <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Y'all don't know what it was ridiculous. like out here, young blood. <laughs> it's like... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, Chappelle was said to have softened his tone toward the end of the event, noting that he didn't want to hear any death threats against students who protested against him. So here's another thing. So you know that that could happen. Why would you go to a high school? Why? You know that people who disagree with you because of your platform and because of the, the level of fans that you have and shit like that, they could be threatened. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Why are you going to a high school antagonizing children? Yeah, your kind of stuff feeds, what you know, that incel, whatever yeah. fucking population. Mm-hmm. What, what? And the other piece of it, okay, let's, let's say Dave Chappelle is right, right? Let's say he's right in all of his bullshit. You know that this is a controversial issue you know that people are triggered by your presence and the shit that you say why would you take that energy to a high school yeah why 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 would you it's just so irresponsible especially considering like they just did remote all this time and they finally outside going to school and then now and here you come here you come (laughs) here you come looking like bokeem woodbine dragging his name in the mud okay the better dave chappelle says bokeem hello the better dave chappelle dave chappelle says this is my family. And whether they know it or not, I love these kids. A student recalled him saying, before leaving, Dave Chappelle also gave out tickets to the screening of his documentary, Untitled, along with 600 Thanksgiving meals for students and staff. They just had to endure all that abuse. That fe- that, what the fuck? That feels like the food stamp office. <laughs> 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 That's what it feels like. Just like that. <laughs> it do. It do feel like that. It do feel like that, yo. Like, really? All of this? Oh, my gosh. All of this? And you go up and you're like, yo, did somebody call me yet? I thought I heard my name. Nobody called you. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. Do you have all your paperwork? Do you have all your paperwork? I'm literally here so I can get food. <laughs> yeah, I have everything. This is my, this is a copy of your birth certificate. <laughs> this is all I have. I was born a long time ago. I don't, you need to, I need an original birth certificate ma'am how could you not how could you not know that 
why would I know this is my first time yeah, here? And, and you, why are you even located your, in this corner of Harlem? And your website is not robust enough to give me any information. It's not. So... Nothing is here. <laughs> All right. I'm having I'm having flashbacks. That was a wasted day. Thinking about the time. Anytime you go days. to any of those is a fucking wasted day. Like, really? <laughs> really? All right, back to Dave Chappelle. This thing, it looks like a fucking degenerate. I, in all these articles now that come up about Dave Chappelle, the pictures that they pick of him, he just looks like a fucking loser in all of them. Like, it's just, it's a little comical to me. Not, I don't think he's an ugly person, but the, all the pictures that they choose in these articles, he just looks like he's just an out of sorts old guy, yeah. curmudgeon, like, but not a delightful curmudgeon, just a fucking like what like are you okay like this is not okay yeah it's really not and it's 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 not okay so unnecessary yeah it's weird for more conversation though mm-hmm. a really good conversation on this took place on marsha's plate podcast yeah it was spicy spice it was spicy okay. so three trans folks talking about dave Chappelle, the special and like the most recent drama mm-hmm. with dave Chappelle. so we'll leave the link to that episode in, in the show notes, show notes. Yeah. it was fantastic it was three different opinions it was quite tasteful, you know. They, yes. they put their tasty. They put their foot in that. They put their foot in that episode. Mm-hmm. They really did. It's the episode that keeps on giving. <laughs> keeps on giving. So yeah, we'll put the link to that in the show notes. But yeah, if you know, if you know if Dave Chappelle is okay or not, uh, let us know. He don't seem okay. Yeah, not to me either. Nah, he doesn't seem okay. He doesn't seem okay. Who goes out of the way to look so ridiculous? I don't know. He probably doesn't think he looks ridiculous. No, I don't think he thinks that. But it's getting weird. A high school... High school. I, I don't know if we said this already, but so it, it that was his alma mater. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be naming some shit after him because he donates to the school. I forget. But I guess that's why he chose that high school. I still don't... I will never understand why he was at a high school, period. Like... Take that shit to grown folks. Next time he comes as a parent, I'm not a parent, but if I was one of those parents, mm-hmm. I'm need, I need a permission slip because. Yeah. Like, what the heck is that about? Oh, and the kids was on camera. So his camera crew was there as well. Oh, yeah. So probably so using there's there's been a debate. Right. There's been a debate about whether this is okay to record the kids because you sign. So the school signed stuff to allow this because you can't just right. bring stuff in schools. You can't just right. bring cameras to schools, right. especially with mm-hmm. all of this actor shooter stuff. Like you can't like it's like suspicious yeah. activities for someone to just be recording mm-hmm. schools in that way anyway. So the superintendent yeah. probably had to approve that. Like, it's not even, like, mm. just the principal. Like, you have to, like... Right. At least in New York City, I'm basing it like how you would have to do that in New York City. Wow. Wild style. Yeah, so there's been some debate around whether this is okay or not. Interesting. In terms of, like, parents allowing their yeah. kids to be photographed or whatever. Mm. But the school system says that you... You know, you there's, there's some shit that you sign there ahead is, of time yeah. that says it's okay. Yeah. But shit like this? Did you fucking sign, like, a way for your kids to be, to be featured in a movie? Where, yeah. yeah, where Dave Chappelle is fucking antagonizing them? Like, the fuck? Anyway. Wow. So Dave Chappelle antagonizing 14 to 19-year-olds. Let's say that. Because yes. I think sometimes people, there's certain people who, like, the best time of, of their life was fucking high school and they think they were grown. Like, those are children. And then also the media makes us think that teenagers are 30-year-olds because of TV. So. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> They're children. Like they're little kids. Yeah, so so that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good pit. They need to stay in there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, we did it. We did it. Did an episode. It's good to be back after that brief week. I'm glad you had an amazing birthday. 
Yes. Thank you, yeah. everybody who contributed to that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we fucking did yeah, it. All right. You did it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can check out our website, teawithqueenandj.com. And as always, you can send us your T-mail and other inquiries at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. And if you want to send something to our P.O. box, the address yeah. is always in the show. No. no. That's it. Um, personal social meds. I am on Instagram and Twitter at the Queen Speaks with an underscore. Where are you? Who are you on the social meds? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Jenny C A F J A N I C I A and the letter F, which stands for motherfucking savings. I'm bring that back. That's right. It's back per request to that listener who wanted it back. I got my eye on you. Per the request of eight people. That's I right. The F is for y'all. savings. Okay. The F is for motherfucking savings. All right. We did a show. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima, a black girl named Janicia, with editorial support from a black girl named Candice, production and social media support from a black girl named Chanel, and graphic design from a black girl named Joe. Listen to the team. (laughs) Team with Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. I began to use the phrase in my work, white supremacist, capitalist, patriarchy, because I wanted to have some language that would actually um, remind us continually of the, the, the interlocking systems of domination that define our reality and not to just have one thing be like, you know, Gender is the important issue. Race is the important issue. But for me, the use of that that particular jargonistic phrase was a way, a sort of shortcut way of saying all of these things actually are functioning simultaneously at all times in our lives. And that if I really want to understand what's happening to me right now at this moment in my life as a black female of a certain age group, I won't be able to understand it if I'm only looking through the lens of race. I won't be able to understand it if I'm only looking through the lens of gender. I won't be able to understand it if I'm only looking at white, how white people see me. I mean, one of the, one of the, the to me, uh, an important breakthrough um, I felt in, in my work and that of others was the call to use the term white supremacy over racism because racism in and of itself did not really allow for a discourse of colonization and decolonization, the recognition of the internalized racism within um, people of color. And it was always, in a sense, keeping things at the level at which whiteness and white people remained at the center of the discussion.